0: What's up listeners? On this week's pod, we'll talk some beers and we'll pitch our very own Netflix series, similar to F1's Drive to Survive, but for different sports. Next, March Madness is here, so we'll talk mascots and ridiculous player names. Finally, Stumptown, we out. Let's do it.
1: I got a from a whole tech squad.
0: Mmm, that, my friends, is the sound of a couple delicious brews being cracked, and this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. The Rookie Show. That's right, everybody. It's time for another episode of The Rookie Show. I'm one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, straight out of Portland, Mr. 503. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. His nickname in college was The Speaker Sprinkler. Nice. That's terrible. so bad. What does it mean? Explain. Well, it's, it has to do with you know chicks and stuff. A uh, right. what up, coin? Back then,
2: <clears throat> hose didn't want me. Now I'm hot. No's all on me. A what up, no? Who's, whose lyric is that? That is, Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Oh, Mike Jones. Coin, welcome back. How you doing? Thank you, Noel. It's good to be back. I'm feeling good, feeling spry and refreshed
0: this week. Oh, good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. You look spry and refreshed. How, no, Thank no you. shingles this that. week or no, no uh,
2: shings. Nope, I'm all good.
0: Is there a Elvis health update or just all all thumbs up? Uh, all positives,
2: honestly. Okay. Legs on the mend. I do think I'm probably gonna have to probably go to a doctor and maybe see about getting some surgery at some point. But uh, no, nah, I don't For know. It's it's getting better. I think it'll be okay. What did you pop your hamstring? I also just yeah uh, my groin, groin, and my like or my adductor, whatever, something inside my leg, in the inside part of it. It's, it's not getting great. Better. I can't really okay. do anything like oh. like workout. Why I can't really run, or like it hurts when I bend down too far. But I'm confident that if I do what I always do, which is just ignore it and hope it gets better, that it will eventually get better. But it may not
0: you can rely on that while you're still in your 20s. Exactly. Where are you? 6 more 20? months. 8? Oh no, okay. No, I'm 29. I'm 29. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, Klein, what are you drinking for me this evening? Noel, I've got for
2: you. I believe I've had it on here before. I'm fairly confident. I have the Fort George Vortex IPA. Just to love a lovely little number. It's got the it's got this brown and lime green thing, and I got to say those are two of probably my least favorite colors in the world if I had yeah. to if I had to put like a bottom half ranking out I am um, a noted lime green hater and also just not really a fan of brown. sometimes a nice beige or a, um, like a teakwood, a mahogany can be a nice mm-hmm. color but this is just like a dark brown like poo it's like poop
0: poo brown yeah. um,
2: so I'm not a fan of that as much but the beer is phenomenal so.
0: It looks more black and yellow from the screen, but I believe it you that it's brown and green. Is it uh, a? Like do you like yellow. organ green colors? Like the you UO? Know?
2: Yeah. I like well that's the thing. I like green a lot. I like the color green. Um but that's I just not hate lime. lime green. Oh. Yeah. Like like okay. or sorry, not lime neon the neon, neon green. I hate okay. neon green. Gotcha. Understood.
0: Yeah. Which lime green is okay. Okay. I misspoke. But then highlighter yellow, that's different than neon green.
2: I would say so, yeah.
0: Okay, gotcha. Okay. Slightly. Still not great. What are you drinking, Noel? What do you got? Oh, glad you asked. Uh, I've got a beer that everyone's quite familiar with, but I don't think it's been a pod beer before. I have a Montucky cold snack. Mm. It probably has, but if it has, it's been a while. Um. Do the Do the tall girls... Oh, no, okay, there is a horse on here, so... Mm -hmm. I think just the Montucky design is really, really nice, I think It's got the white outline of the horse Very, very good Great blue You got a great, um, great fonts, you know Both Montucky Mm -hmm. and Cold Snack, both fonts Just calling it a Cold Snack is amazing Cold Snack is great I don't know who thought of that It's really smart It's really nice And they call themselves the official, unofficial beer of Montana Um, Which is just crazy
2: because I'm positive nobody in Montana thinks that I don't know no, anybody who thinks I
0: that. see, between Nashville and Chicago, especially recently, I've seen it way more out of Montana than in Montana.
2: Oh, yeah. And, all, and people drink it here all the time. And people that love is, it. Yeah, and it, it, that was just not a thing we drank in college, ever.
0: And I never saw 12 ounces in college, either. I only saw no, the 16 ounces. I've only so seen so teeners, yeah. Uh, but it's pretty solid. Uh, this one is brewed and bottled in Wisconsin, but I... Oh, no, it does say Bozeman, Montana. Well, they say La Crosse, Wisconsin, and Bozeman, Montana. Hmm. So,
2: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like I call bullshit. I just, it just, it doesn't really feel like a Montana beer to me.
0: No, it doesn't. But it's a conversation starter for a Montana. So, that it is works. very true. That is very I'm true. Pro Montuckies. So, uh, <clears throat> what other beers you got from McCorn?
2: Pretty chill couple weeks of beers, honestly. I, I kind of chill. I mean, I got pretty drunk couple times in a row, two weeks ago, uh, not this last weekend, but two weekends ago, um, when I met up with uh, some coworker or a coworker and her husband, and we just kind of tore it up and got pretty drunk out at the bars. And then, uh, the next night actually I ended up, Graham, Joe, and I ended up running out a simulator, a golf simulator inside of a mini golf place. And we played that for like three hours. It was pretty funny. I will say I felt kind of like a huge douche walking through the people playing mini golf with my clubs on my back. I was like, they're like, I oh, that's you're a hardo. And I was like, I'm actually playing. I'm actually playing over here. So, <laughs> you fucking losers. Why don't you stay out here and hit your putt putt? Uh, but then, so I didn't play very well when we were doing that, which is fine. But it was really cool. It was a really good, good time. Like, you get to pick what I think we played Tory Pines, which was fucking awesome. And then, you know, you get like all your stats on your ball, how you're hitting it shows you your swing and all that stuff. It's pretty cool. And then after that, we played, uh, played some mini putt, and I just absolutely destroyed Joe and Graham. So it was good.
0: I'm glad to hear that. Can, if you're doing the simulator, can you just blame the simulator and be like, that, that was, it didn't register right. That's definitely
2: how it felt. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. say that. Yes.
0: I know the one in our building, like, if you hit, honestly, if you hit a good uh, angle, like if you chip it, like kind of directly up, yeah. it like never registers. It's like you gotta hit like a laser for it to actually register is how we seems. did
2: have those so one of the annoying parts was you have to putt on this golf simulator like they make mm-hmm. you can't just like we were just trying to set it for two putt like just, right that's we're yeah. good just every time we get on the green just be good right and then so there's like this little hole in the bottom of the middle of the screen kind of and so we'd putt and it just goes down there and then you have to go look for the ball into this thing it's fucking annoying oh like, really it gets lost yeah It, like, it's, like, usually right there at the bottom, so you just have to bend down to pick it up, but it's still, like, more annoying than, like, not having to do that. Right. Um, And so we were trying to fix it the first time. We were messing with the settings, and I was like, maybe I'll just click next hole or whatever, and it'll just give us all two putt or whatever. But instead, it gives us all, like, 12s or something, so it's fucking up our score. And so we called the guy in there to ask him about it. We're trying to explain what we want. He's like, oh, yeah, just hit next hole. And then we look at the scorecard again, he just gave us another 12. And we were like, (laughs) but we don't want that. Like, we don't want to putt, but we also don't want to have 12 on every hole. And he just looks at us and he fucking shrugs. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> and he's like, I was like, well, is there a way to like edit our score so we could just like give ourselves this? And he's like, no. It's like, okay. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so Shiloh. unhelpful. Yeah. I was like, cool. We'll figure it out from here. <laughs>
0: So uh, he left and it got way better after that. Yeah. Good, good.
2: But uh yeah, good. that was like the highlight of uh the last couple of weeks.
0: Okay, nice. Well, Those are good beers. Yeah. What about you um, what do you got? I had a couple weekends full of beer to some extent. Um last weekend we went to a stand-up comedy show in Chicago because there's a club nice. down the street. Um not to offend any um <laughs> female comedian lovers, but there was a point uh during dinner, we went to this Korean place that had BYOB, so we brought a bunch of beers before the stand-up show, and then I could tell somebody was, like, kind of dancing around the fact that they weren't that excited about the stand-up show, that I had booked tickets for everybody, and they're like, well, yeah, because there's four acts, and three of them are female comedians, and I was like, what? How do you know that? I didn't know I'd listed them, and they're, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, we saw that on the front page, and I'm like, oh, I see. Nothing wrong with that, but I also probably wouldn't have booked those tickets again. they might Who have been was great. the headliner? The good news is is that that did not actually reflect the, the set. I think there was like two women and like four, four male comedians. Oh, nice. So, okay, good. So. It wasn't anybody like that you would recognize. There was a few names that they said had been on Comedy Central. I never even looked them up after the fact. I'll have to figure out who their names were, but... They were good. They weren't like, nobody was like a big bomb. Let's say everybody got a few laughs and nobody, you know, just absolutely destroyed my, my gut. So, okay. um, but that okay. was a good time. I hadn't really been to a stand up set. I've been to like, we went to see like Daniel Tosh once and we went to see John Mulaney once, like the big acts, but never just yeah, like yeah. kind of a local stand up show. So. Um, after that though, we went to the bar and somehow, oh, the light just turned worried. off on me. Yeah, it did. There you go. We were in the bar, and someone got to talking about how you can't tell the difference between light beers. So for like an hour, there was like eight of us there. One person would go up to the bar, order two different light beers, pour them in plastic cups, bring them back to the table, and then we would all taste them and try to guess what they were. it was a really good time. And almost nobody could ever guess a beer. Uh, I think pretty much everybody over the course of the entire thing guess like one beer right. I mean, granted, there was a huge list. It wasn't just like out of five beers, it was out of like 15. Yeah. Um, but there was like, it was obvious when it was like a Mexican beer, like some people would get Corona or a Stella or something like that. And so yeah. it was easy to pick categories. Like I know that's either Bud Light, Bush Light, PBR, and then that one's either Corona, Pacifico, whatever. But right. in terms of getting the exact beers right, it was like impossible. Yeah,
2: that's, that's fair. It's a good time. And kind of, once you're like tasting them back to back too, it's like, they are a little bit different, but like if I drink a Bush Light Bud Light, I'm like, I don't know which one of those was which. Right. Exactly. Like back to back. Yeah.
0: I will say anytime I've done that, I always end up liking Bush Light. Like I'm very confident that Bush Light I, is, is, I'm pro Bush Light. Yeah. Um... This past week, I mentioned to you, um, I got some free tickets to go to some Big Ten tournament games in Chicago. Like- so that was fun. It was on a Thursday at eleven a.m. for work. So we went with uh, one of our subcontractors and got to talking to this guy. He was a friendly guy, he, and he I said he talks about playing sports. I said, "Where'd you play?" He said, "Football." I'm like, "Oh, where'd you play?" He said, "Northern Illinois." I'm like, "Oh, nice. That's D one. Like, what position did you play?" He's like, "Quarterback," and I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty sweet." Damn. And he's like, he mentioned Jordan Lynch. You remember him? Yeah. He was like a Heisman finalist in 2013. Well, I Googled this guy the next day. His name's Chandler Harnish. He started over at Jordan Lynch for a couple of years at Northern Illinois. He was the 2011 MAC MVP. He was drafted Mr. Irrelevant in 2012. And uh, in 2011, so I'm going to give you player A, player B stats, okay? So combined pass and rush yards combined touchdowns, and interceptions. So player A, 4,595 yards, 39 touchdowns, and 6 picks. Player B is 4,992 yards, 47 touchdowns, and 6 picks. Player A had 7.9 yards per carry, and player B had 3.9 yards per carry. I'd say pretty similar stats. Clearly player B had a little more numbers, but player A had better yards per carry player a chandler harnish player b rg3 2011 heisman winner so pretty good numbers for this guy holy shit
2: that's fucking sick did he look like an athlete like yeah he he
0: did he did i mean he's 35 now um he was losing his hair which you know you can relate to so okay but no he was cool dude so shouts to mr irrelevant yeah i think he was technically on the colts with andrew luck because he um, yeah, so Luck was the first pick in the draft, and he was the last pick in the draft. Sick. Bookending. Yeah, for the, for the Colts. Yeah. yeah, both for the Colts, yeah. So he competed with Luck for that starting job pretty hard then. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, practice—I like, don't think he ever made a roster. He was on, like, three different practice squads. He was, like, Vikings, Colts, and somebody else. But That's pretty sick still. Yeah, cool to know. Like, it would have been nice to know. I would have uh, asked him more about it. But I could tell when he—because he brought up Jordan Lynch, because everyone knows Jordan Lynch, the quarterback, went to Northern Illinois— and I could tell the way he mentioned him, there was something in him that was like, I was better than that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, even yeah, though yeah, he yeah, wasn't. Yeah, I could yeah, just yeah. tell he was like, yeah, Jordan Lynch, he's kind of the guy that people know. He didn't say it like, oh, Jordan Lynch was so awesome. So, um, yeah. You there never was, really lose like,
2: that competitiveness. It's it's all there still.
0: Yeah. You'd be surprised to know that at the United Center, there was almost nobody there to watch Rutgers Michigan at 11 a.m. on a Thursday. So it was kind That's of shocking. weird being in that a giant shocking. stadium with nobody there. Um, lastly, uh, just wanted to mention this upcoming week on Thursday, I found out there's a Always Sunny pop up here where they turned a bar into Patty's Pub, and okay. uh, <clears throat> so this Thursday I'll be going to Always Sunny trivia. Oh,
2: on fuck, Saturday, that awesome. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I don't On know how good I'd
0: be at that. You'd be much better at that. You've watched. Yeah, that I, th- I think I'm going to do well. On Saturday, they are showing and the episode at the bar of the nightman cometh, and then they have actors performing the nightman cometh. Oh, that's amazing. I don't think they are going to go to that, but uh, no. I, I don't. Th- I think they're. I think they're like twenty bucks or something like that. So, but they're serving <laughs> like oh, always sunny themed drinks, like you can buy fight milk and some other shit like that. So hell yeah. I'll report back on how that is. Please do, yeah.
2: So is, uh, is fight milk, do you think it's like uh, Jameson White Russian or something like that?
0: That's exactly what I said to to Katie. I figured it was something like that. It's nice. some white, yeah, some milk-colored uh, alcohol drink, but...
2: I'd drink we'll it. We'll see. Yeah. It's, actually, it's actually just uh, R&R and milk, so...
0: <laughs> With <laughs> laxatives. Yeah. <laughs> so those are my beers. Good beers. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Corn. I don't know where you want to start. We got a few topics here. You want to start tourney, or you want to start the other topic? Um, let's start with the other
2: one. Okay. And then so we can other finish topic. tourney straight to, we'll do sports, sports finish.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Okay. So, um, I don't know where this came. This was just an idea that you had. But Mm -hmm. um, Drive to Survive, the Netflix show for Formula One, obviously uh, really put Formula One on the map in the United States. Really big hit. They've then gone on and copied this format of a show with several other sports. Coin pitched the question to me, what other sports would be good for a documentary style show on Netflix? And what kind of storylines would you like to uh, see for that? How can you expound on that? That yeah, I mean, it was just,
2: like, obviously, since F1 was kind of the archetype of it, and I was a late adopter, I know that you got into it, and a few of our other friends have, and I finally, I'm through, like, season one now, and I wish I wouldn't <laughs> have waited so long, obviously, I love it, it's a really good time, yeah. but mm-hmm. I've also watched now um, Breakpoint, <clears throat> um, the tennis one on Netflix, and Full Swing, which isn't as good, but Breakpoint was fucking awesome, if anybody wants to watch that, but I just think that there's there's so many avenues you could go down with other sports, and I wanted to show... I. My idea was just that we could throw our hats in the ring. Like let's let's get some producer credits.
0: That's all I want. Sure. I'm totally with you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me start with some bullet points here. So just just thoughts uh-huh. I wanted to throw out there. So like okay. what makes Draft to survive great? Here are my thoughts. So obviously it's F1's hugely popular internationally, but was never popular in the US. So like having a sport where you can highlight how big a deal it is elsewhere helps and it makes Americans go, oh right. shit, this is a big deal. Totally, so that totally certainly helps. Totally. Um, they also have the benefit of the show has just like stunning aerial shots of like Monaco and yeah. Austria, and you're like, holy shit. I will say this is the gorgeous. biggest
2: part with that, with F1 and with um, uh, Breakpoint, is that you're probably like the two most. Wealthy sports in the world like Mm -hmm. only rich people are really getting into these things. So like everything looks fucking cool. The fans look fucking cool (laughs) Like you're (laughs) in like you said Monaco is gorgeous and it's the most expensive place in the world to live and yeah, so you're getting crazy
0: views Um, I will say I I found out that the Monaco Grand Prix which Monaco where we're going in Italy in May I don't know if I told you I'm going to Italy in May, Mm -hmm. but um, it's like northwestern Italy. It's like a four-hour drive from Monaco, and the Monaco Grand Prix is going on while we're going to be there. Granted, the Monaco Grand Prix tickets are like $1,500 for like the cheapest ticket to get in, so I don't think I'm going. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Yeah. Rich people. I mean,
2: when are you ever going to go again,
0: you know? Might as well. What's well, I don't know out? if I told you this, but we are going well, to, I did tell you this, we are going to go to the Austin Grand Prix, which is yeah, uh, not as expensive and not as um, stunningly beautiful in Austin, Texas. But
2: What? The, That's crazy.
0: I don't know. When is okay. that? That's this fall, right? That's uh, October, late October. Yeah. Want to go? Nice. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it. Um, the beef between like managers, rival managers, and drivers, yep. obviously, is probably the most um, compelling piece of this. I think even like, especially between teammates is one of the more interesting things where you've got, that's supposed the cool to be part, teammates, but yeah. they're, you know, debating who should win. There's obviously the, I'm just finishing season one yeah. and it's the, um, the,
2: the Indian company, whatever the pink team, that's the yeah. one that's like
0: the infighting. Yeah. Racing pointer. Is that what they're called? Uh, something the, that like team that. changes names like every year and changes colors. Yeah, I was so gonna so gonna say, I don't remember what the guy called.
2: just got like sent to prison or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, he lost right, his control right. of his team. Yeah.
0: Obviously, there's tons of controversy, which I guess is a staple of F1 from a like rules perspective. They're always like during races awarding penalties and not awarding penalties, and the uh, you know F1 Federation is like arguably corrupt and stuff. So there's always that aspect. Um, I, that helps with the show. I don't know if that's good for the sport or not, but mm-hmm. um, and then also car crashes are uh, are cool to watch. Yeah, in slow motion. most people don't know. Yeah, they're cool. It's yeah, pretty sick. Um, lastly, one thing that makes F1 great, which I think you would branching out into other sports wouldn't be the case, is that all of the characters in the show are present for the events. Like, So where you have other sports where there's a million different games and a million locations and not everybody's involved, it's like, okay, there's 20 races and all the 20 drivers are at all 20 races. So like, it's yeah. easy to just stay a linear, and I know they jump back and forth chronologically, but you can everyone's there. You don't have to worry about picking which events to go to and stuff like that. Totally. So yeah. Those are my thoughts on what why F one works so well the way it does. Would agree. Um, I have not watched Full Swing or Breakpoint. I plan to though. So I think those two though are the next were the next logical iterations, right? You've got golf which had it desperately needs some like personalities of golfers to draw fans. hundred percent. You know, post Tiger. So be, getting into those guys' lives is awesome. And then tennis in the sense of F1 is like, it's never been as big in the US, I think as, as it is internationally. No. So, um, and then again, all those events, typically all the athletes go to the same events every weekend. So it's easy to, but fly. I, what
2: are, what are the other things that is cool mm-hmm. that I, that I think has the same draw as F1 that works for tennis mm-hmm. obvious is that it's such an international sport. Like the four majors are on four different continents or three different continents, like t- four different countries, you know? So it's like Europe yes. has their own or, uh, England has their own, France has their own, Australia has their own and we have one. Like it's very easy to get the entire world involved. You're getting a lot of travel in there. All these people like every major tennis player gets to every single tournament and the other thing is that you've had this three-headed dragon in tennis for the last 25 years that wins basically every single major. So um
0: and it's that's cool what I think yeah. yeah. Go for it. Well, I was just gonna say, and I haven't even watched Breakpoint, but I know that even just on the promo where they talk about Curios, uh, is that how you say it? Yeah, Nick Curios. Or they talk about some of the some of the guys that you don't think of. So F one, especially in season one, does an awesome job of just like focusing on what do they call it the the middle of the pack or whatever, I forget what they yeah. call. it. They don't even talk about Lewis Hamilton in the first yeah, season. Yeah, I
2: was gonna say he, they haven't. They they mention him just because he's winning races.
0: <laughs> like that's it. And it's yeah. amazing, and it's just as really. compelling to, about who's trying to get fourth place as it is the guy that's winning. So for tennis, it's cool to start learning about somebody who's not Federer, Djokovic, or Nadal. So. Exactly,
2: and that's I will say that, like I I know that the same exact people made the same show because they did the same thing. There's mm. It doesn't really follow Nadal until the last episode, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But we don't see. You don't even see Federer. I think he's retired, but you don't see right. Federer at all. Um, and then the only time Djokic or Djokovic comes up is um, like right second to last episode or something like that. It's all about these other players.
0: I can tell you F one will focus more on Lewis in the coming season. So
2: Yes, I'm aware.
0: Um, I'm okay. Those were my thoughts. Okay. So you have anything else before we pitch our pitch our sports? No,
2: this is it. I'm just excited. I think that there's like so many, I'm sure that each one we pitch, somebody could do a better job pitching it. We're just getting the ball
0: rolling. I want to see more. We're getting the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me go first because I, as I told you, I'm not that stoked on my creativity here, but I just think this is the sport I think that needs it the most. And I think you probably know where I'm going with this. um, And that is baseball. Yeah. So same thing with golf, right? Like baseball, the household fan these days don't know any baseball players or wouldn't know them on the street. I mean, you might notice Aaron Judge because he's massive, maybe Bryce Harper, but like 90% of people, if you saw Mike Trout on the street wouldn't know who he was. If you saw, no. saw Otani on the street, you wouldn't know who he was, right? No. So the best players in baseball are not I don't recognizable. I really know who Otani was, but not okay. Mike Trout. Okay, fair, yeah. yeah. So that's why baseball needs it. Um, The biggest problem being the thing I mentioned, which is there are way too many players and teams and games to try to figure out one storyline. So that's the part I haven't totally figured out, um, how you decide, because you also don't know what the most compelling story is. So I I think one thing I'd like to see is following the Angels and getting interviews in with Trout and Otani because those are arguably maybe the two best players in the world right now. Yeah. And their teams always suck. So I'd like to actually get some interviews with people asking candid questions of like, does it piss you off to like just always lose despite being the best players? And then maybe, I don't know, does Mike Trout ever throw a bat in the locker room? Does he ever get pissed off that they're losing? Or maybe he just doesn't care. And I think either way that gives us an insight onto what type of player he was. And I think that would make people like him or hate him. right? I think there would probably be a lot of people that... If they saw that he just didn't care that they weren't winning, they would think less of him. They'd be like, fuck right. Mike Trout, why doesn't he care about winning? That's like, I'm
2: not true. voting for Mike Trout for MVP, like, fuck
0: that yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, so maybe he doesn't want to do this show, that's why. Um, so Angels, I think, and then, like, Otani just should be this massive star in sports. Like, he's doing things that have never been done or not done since, like, Babe Ruth. And people just don't care that much. They Let's just Let's really be don't. very clear, too, like,
2: Babe Ruth could not touch Shohei Ohtani with like a 10 football. It would not be close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're just talking about dominance from you know from a different perspective that we haven't yes. seen a long time. Yes. I, get yes. Yes. I get it. I get it. I'm yes. not comparing those two guys. Um, <clears throat> I agree. I So the Angels I think would you'd have to you'd have to feature. Um, some the problem is like for instance the judge home run chase. If they had done it last year, that would have been a really compelling thing to follow. But do you, you don't know before the season. So the question is, do you then have a camera crew following every team at all moments and then you somehow compile 162 games times 30 teams into a 10-episode show? I guess. See, or do you try actually, to identify actually those stories? I think
2: that baseball does a good job of... Um, you kind of know before the season that only okay. 10 teams are in it. Like, okay. for a lot of the times, like the payrolls <clears throat> are so public and there's no cap yeah. in baseball. So you can be like... Hey, guess what? Yeah, the Padres currently have like 400 million on payroll for this next season. They're going to be trying to win a title and they have like four of the best 10 players in baseball. So, maybe you want to follow and I, them.
0: And that we can we should definitely consult with our good friend Daniel Sally because uh, he yeah. knows baseball. And for instance, and maybe this could have been something that would have been identified and probably would have before last season. The Mariners would have been a great Great oh, for the awesome. show, right? You have Julio Rodriguez, rookie of the year, yeah. who was an absolute star. And then you got a team that made the playoffs for the first time in 20 years and in, in you know, um, epic fashion on a walk off at the end of the year. And then in that first round series, they'd have that 18 inning game. Like that would have been great TV, even though they lost. Um, that would have been a perfect storyline. So I guess you just want to try to identify a team that's going to be borderline and the storyline of. They haven't made the playoffs in so many years, and that, this is why it's going to be compelling, I guess. Yeah, totally. I think that I think that that's the way to do it. Maybe you pick, like,
2: you probably pick tiers of teams. You pick one or two. I would want, like, two bubble teams, like a Mariners, like, last season. Like, two teams that you think are, like, chasing for a wild card or, like, a playoff spot. It's been a while, whatever. I want to see the perspective of a tanking team. Like, a team that fucking sucks, but they have a really good player, maybe... <laughs> um, or like, you know, that, that's like a high likelihood to underperform or like that ended up, what ended up being like Toronto last year, like they had Vladdy and Boba and mm-hmm. they probably, they probably would have been in that middle tier, but you want to see like how it's affecting these guys who are on these underperforming teams. And then you got to be on probably for that first season, you have to be on the Yankees or Dodgers just cause there's so many fans in the U S
0: yeah, I just—I mean, personally, I don't think the Dodgers are all that compelling. I, so no, I, I don't know. either. And, and only the Yankees because of Judge. Um, or no. I mean, the Yankees in past years when they haven't been good or missed the playoffs—that's compelling. You know what I mean? No, that is fun. Um, yeah. So, I think you have to go with the Astros and see if you can lean into the villain thing, um, because and then the Astros you know, are good villains or man. people getting beamed or whatever. Yeah. That's definitely, yeah. you need, you need an antagonist for the show. Yeah. Um, the other one I thought of was just Bryce Harper. Like I wouldn't mind seeing a lot of oh, God, things of Bryce like Harper. what he does in his free time and like what stupid douchey things he wears and, and drives and goes to like, I listen, I love Bryce Harper, but like yeah. he probably, if you watched him throughout his life, you'd be like, this guy's an Uber douche. I guarantee you. Yeah. Oh, um, So, again, those are, like, more based on last year. The last two points I had on baseball is maybe the more compelling way to do this would be try to follow specific players who are, like, borderline making the team. And it's almost like a hard knocks thing because there's so many guys that get called Mm. up, called down. And you try to play on the, like, struggle of am I going to make the team? Am I being sent down to A? And then, like, the triumph of being called up. Like I think that would be a compelling TV show. But maybe not accomplishing totally. what Drive to Survive is of trying to boost their stars recognition. That's true. So it depends on if you're trying to get like a better show or you're actually trying to do baseball a favor, I guess.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that in that same <clears throat> vein, there's probably ways to do it on like all these pitchers, like like a pitcher coming off like Tommy John or something. Like um, Yeah. The Cardinals have that the kid like Hicks who yeah. throws, like, 105 miles an hour, but has torn his UCL, like, twice in the last four years. Like, right? probably yes. pretty good TV,
0: honestly. 100%. That would be perfect. Yeah. Um, last thing would be um, trying to get some of the rags-to-riches stories, like, following some of these, like, dominican and cuban players back to their hometown where you know they grew up in squalor and you know highlight that i think obviously that's compelling tv they do high, they do you know features like that when teams it's make it's like it to 30 the World for 30, 30 and type stuff, stuff and yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah yeah but it's there's a reason because it's, it's compelling still cool it's, it's still very it's cool totally agree so cool. i don't know that i <clears throat> broke any ground there but that was uh my point is baseball needs something like this Totally agree. I mean, obviously, okay. they know they know that they have an
2: image problem, and they know that they need to get more popular. I'm interested to yeah. see how the, the pitch clock works this year. I hope mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking suck, but I feel like early indications weren't awesome. Meh. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see.
0: Okay. That's all I got. Do you have
2: a na- Wait. Do you have a name for your show?
0: No. See, I meant to, I meant to go back and oh, give it a name, and I forgot. fuck. <clears throat> um...
2: You got to come hmm. up with one really quick, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. I'll try to help out if it has I can. Something
0: to do with like the dugout, like.
2: Uh, uh what about like bat flip or? No, going yard.
0: <clears throat> going yard, full swing. It's pretty basic, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> What'd you call it? Full swing, but with a bat. Uh, ooh, what about what about uh high and inside? High <laughs> and inside? Yeah, I mean, sure. Okay. high and like inside you're inside there uh, inside exactly like the pitch is
2: like high and inside on them but it's not no like, I get what high and inside
0: is a pitch no like means. the pitch I'm is what it, what's the but it's main. a
2: double entendre <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about backdoor slider oh uh, nice. game winning snatch <laughs> <laughs>
2: wizard sleeves
0: <laughs> uh, okay we figured it out we'll go with that one. <clears throat> um uh, yeah I think uh, high and inside, something, some inside, inside fastball, inside the box, inside. Yeah, the I box. mean,
2: I guess it could just be fastball. Like that's it's easy, but it doesn't always need to be like
0: eh, fastball. I don't like it. Formula we'll ones is it. One is just named f I'll think so. while you're explaining your sport. See what I think. Okay. Else. okay. Perfect. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, well done, Noel. I'm gonna jump into mine, and I think. Um, I've got intimate knowledge of it, played it often, you've played it a few times, played it a lot in college. I'm going disc golf. That's right. I'll even Uh, give it the name. I will not even call it Folf here because they are the PDGA, the Professional Disc Golf Association. Okay. Um, I think everybody knows what disc golf is, or at least the the name's fairly self-explanatory. The sport has gotten much bigger over the last 10 years. Uh, There are more disc golf courses than Dunkin' Donuts in the United States, nearing 10,000 total courses across the 50 states. Yeah. That's shocking. Not far off from the 16,000 total golf courses, 14.5K tennis facilities, and 11,000 pickleball courts. And best of all, 90% of uh, golf courses are free. Uh, It also has a massive worldwide appeal, as it is huge in Northern Europe and the Nordic regions, where just like in the U.S., nearly 90% of the population lives within 10 miles of a disc golf course.
0: Okay, we can all play, the whole world.
2: Yep. Uh, they play a fairly extensive schedule, very similar to golf, with uh, different levels of events. They play like a silver, elite, elite plus, and then majors, kind of how it works, and it's all based on their point system, so you try to get to a season total points of like, I think maximum points is 1650, and that's how you they determine the total prize winner for the end of the year, or whatever, like. Um, there's like 24 to 26 events. They played like every two or three weeks. Uh, the purses aren't huge, obviously. Like I think for any silver event, which is like third tier, basically it would be seven or eight K goes to the winner. Uh, the more you go up, like the elite ones, the normal events they're playing in, those are like 40 ish thousand then they can get to like 75, 80. Yeah. And I think it's like Wait, maybe like 25 k for the winner of the elite, and then probably 30 k for a major, or something like that. It's not huge, but it's enough. and then I think the championship, the winner can get fifty thousand um, dollars. But they have this they have this ranking system, and most players are obviously playing in majors. Like if anybody's doing a full-time job, you you have to play in basically every single event to be somewhat profitable. Uh, they do have majors. There's a professional disc golf association Championship Champions Cup in America, the European Open. And then the PDGA World Championships, which is the playoff system, um, points awarded events to keep players with tour cards. So it's similar to golf where like, to play in these events, you have to actually be on tour um, and affecting the seating in the championships. And they play in awesome locations. They've got events this year in Austin, Nashville, Portland, Charlotte, Las Vegas, and in Nokia, Finland for the Euro title. Mm. Yeah. A uh, strong
0: the... rival, what's that? Oh yeah, sorry, go ahead, keep going.
2: No, you're good, you got a question? No,
0: no you're going to tell me, I think, so good. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. I said yeah. there's a strong rivalry the top, between the top two players in the world okay. right now. It's Ricky, nicknamed Saki Bomb Wisaki, uh, by, sponsored by Dynamic Discs and Paul Macbeth uh, of Discraft, who both have $1 million per year sponsorships right now. With different companies. So there's competing. And uh, the mainstay, what I always played, is Innova. Uh, They're like probably the most famous, biggest disc golf making company right there with Discraft. And uh, they don't have a single player or they have one player inside of the top 30 in the world. So I imagine there's some some fight to get back in, similar to like we're Mm. seeing in like F1. You know, you've got these different, like it's like obviously Mercedes, Ford, Chevy, like all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year. Nico LaCastro, a top 20 disc golf player in the world, was suspended for nine months for getting in an official's face uh, at the European Open after a time violation. And he was just like screaming at him and stuff. And, and it was like this whole appeals process. So we've got some drama built in. Nine months?
1: Holy shit. Nine months.
2: Nine months. Uh, uh, appealed, reduced to Six. <laughs> um, women's players also gaining a lot of recognition. The top female player in the world is an Estonian woman named Kristen Tatter with a dominance. So there's also this dominance index. This she has a dominance index of a one forty-three. The next closest is an American woman at sixty-five. For reference, the top two Americans, Wasaki and Macbeth, are at sixty-four and fifty-two. Basically, she's a monstrous favorite every time she enters a tournament, and the rankings project her to win 70% of the time. Essentially, she's the Serena Williams of disc golf, and she just signed a four-year, $500,000 contract. And yes, she is pretty hot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what I was going to ask is, can we start, when we start meeting new couples, can we start like guessing what the male versus female's dominance, dominance index index? within Absolutely. the relationship yeah. is? Yeah. yeah. Like oh I bet he's got the dominance. No, I think she has a higher dominance index there. Right. Yeah. Where do you think you sit? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't have a gauge for the numbers. Like so, what what's she at? One forty three or something?
2: Yeah, I know it's a very confusing system. Yeah. I think it's it's based on like scoring versus how often they win. It's like a multiplier thing. It's very confusing. Her number I'd is so like high. out there. It it's very confusing to the rest of like everybody else's numbers.
0: It feels like a, like a quarterback rating maybe. Like,
2: yeah, uh, honestly. Like, oh, it ran 158.3 this week. Like, yeah. okay, <laughs> thanks. Uh,
0: my dominant index could not be higher. Nice. Nice. Then Katie's? Well, <laughs> I thought it was just against each other. So I don't well, know. Well, yeah, it's against. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. The dominance index
2: other? is her score, like total yeah. versus, like, I think it's against, like, the average, you know?
0: Oh, okay. But can you, can a couple both be dominant? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Yeah. So, you even we'll to the we'll workshop.
2: I don't know bit. if you're a dominant in your relationship. That's fine. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, that's all that's all I've got. That's what's my, that's what my research i have done. And then I've I've got some names, but what are your thoughts initially?
0: Uh, so do you like Uber noobs call it frolf? There, I like hate the, frolf
2: personally. Okay. I like yeah. fall. You'd rather
0: fall. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'd rather fall than frolf. Like it feels like you're really trying to make a joke out of it at that point
0: frisbee golf yeah so another question do they call them frisbees or are there discs like don't call them fris- discs yeah i think okay. they say discs yeah
2: yeah which leads me to my first name is it's literally don't call it frolf would be the name of the, the show ah,
0: okay that's good yeah
2: um i feel like i have just, one that's the okay, number one is for me yeah. is banging chains would be the name mm-hmm. of the show yeah that's the that's the name.
0: Guess okay. the name. Um I think good. just discs would be a good I think that Disks? would be a good name, right? Just yeah. discs. Not bad. Right? Because you don't like uh, I was... seeing that pop up on Netflix, you wouldn't even know what that is. What does that mean?
2: That's true. That's <clears> true. <throat> you wanna leave with some mystery. Yeah. There was off the chain, which is kind of lame, obviously. Um and then there's I, I thought of Hyzer, which isn't bad. It's just a type Heiser? of Hyzer? Oh okay. Heiser, yeah, I don't like H Y Z E R.
0: Yeah, no. I don't know what that is. No. Yeah, it doesn't do anything no. for you. Okay. Then okay. you change. change, yeah. Change changes it. Bank change would be sweet. A sweet yeah. title. Um, <laughs> Any other Okay. Thoughts? And then what? Uh, what's like a good score in a in a tournament? Like, is it pars? How does that work?
2: No. Yeah. I mean, so like a lot of times you got a lot of like. I think on the ones they play, they play longer holes. So there there are it's a good mix of par threes, par fours. I think a lot of the times these guys are going like twelve under, 12, 13. Okay. Yeah, okay. so it's gotcha. it's low scoring affair.
0: Nice.
2: I would watch and I it. Think, I think that it also benefits. It's obviously not the same. Yeah. As we were talking about with F one, you know, they're in Monaco. They're in these beautiful places. Like some of these courses are on really cool mountains, and like, you're getting good views, and you're getting probably getting really cool like drone footage of like, also very easy to follow a frisbee and get cool slow-mos of like fallen mm-hmm. and you can. I think it's kind
0: of cool. Yeah. I'd be interested. I I think we just need to make sure that there's some scandal or drama of some sort.
2: Yeah, for sure. That
0: would be the key. Planting weed on
2: people. I mean, these people are definitely (laughs) getting high before tournaments, so it's not going to be
0: hard. That's when you said high and inside for baseball. I'm like, that feels like there's like a weed reference in there. Like Mm. somebody who just gets high and stays inside. Right. High and inside would be like a, (laughs) I don't know, a baseball weed Mm. movie. We have to figure that one out. High and inside. I'm interested. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm interested in banging chains, and then I didn't think of any other baseball names, so we're just going to have to go with high and inside for now.
2: High and inside? Okay, cool. Yeah, let us know. If you, if you guys have any ideas of uh, stuff, we'll love to steal your ideas. Don't pitch them to anybody else. Give
0: them to us. Give them to us, exactly. Correct. Okay. Uh, March Madness is upon us, Coin.
2: Ew. I gotta put my, uh... I showed showed you... I gotta put them up. My sister sent me these four whiteboard things I can hang on my wall and they (laughs) all make a giant bracket.
0: That's sick. Yeah. That's very sick. So, let me pitch my idea to the the Rookie Show crew. So, I think March Madness brackets, I think we do them wrong. I think... Picking your bracket once and then just letting it ride for three weeks is lame. I think it, should, it should be an active, active process. So nope. here's my uh, suggestion, and maybe we'll do this for the rookie show bracket group. Yep. So I propose you pick your bracket as normal. The first two rounds, normal points. I think it's 10 points for the first round picks and 20 points for the second round. Then after the first weekend, once you get to the Sweet 16, totally repick your bracket. Now, here's the, here's the caveat, right? If you leave a pick as is, like you already got that guy in, you get full points. You just leave it. If you change a pick, here, here's why I'm changing the, the point value. You get 75% of the points for that correct pick. So you get slightly less. because It rewards people for getting the points right. So that, um, And then you can pick the next two rounds that way. Then when you get to the final four, do the same thing. You get 75 points of the pick if you change it. So here's how that would go. The first two rounds, everybody normal scoring. You get 10 points for the first round, 20 points for the second round. Sweet 16 Elite Eight. If you leave your picks from your original bracket, you get 40 points and 80 points for those two rounds. If you change your picks and you get them right, you'd get 30 points and 60 points. That's 75%. So you still have a chance to get those right, but you're taking a discount. Then when you get to the final four, if you have them from the get-go, 160 points, 320 points, just like normal. If you picked the final four correctly from when you picked the Sweet 16, you get 120 and 240 points. That's 75%. If you change them during the final four, you get 75% of that, which would be 90 points and 180 points. So you get a slight deduct every time you change your picks. Right. Right. <clears throat> Sounds complicated, okay. but I, your boy Noel, am willing to score these brackets. We'll figure out a way to do it. And I think it makes it more fun. And then you get to pick your bracket three times. Your thoughts.
2: I mean, obviously I'm always into playing more. Yeah. What if what if we did this in a tiered system as well when if you wanted to <clears throat> resubmit and get those extra picks and for like the varied points, you had to put in another a bit of money.
0: Rebuying? Okay. Rebuy basically, back?
2: basically, but like, hey, you're getting a discount here. You're, you, but your points total is probably higher, right? If I guess you could do that on the math in your head, like if you if you calculate in your head, like I have a better shot at winning this if, as long as I buy back in and mm-hmm. go for the 75% discount, essentially. So I,
0: I'd be willing con- to consider that. I mean, I I would almost argue if you're rebuying, you would want to get more more bang for your buck, but I guess 75% is a pretty good bang for your buck. Maybe you, you buy back for half of the original buyback or something like that? That's
2: what I was, well, I would not I gonna go full. I was like, say say you would do like 10, five
0: and five or something like that, or if 20, 10 and 10. Right, yeah. right, okay, so your maximum buy-in of, of 20. Here's my question. Does anybody just opt to keep their original bracket and say I'm not buying back? I mean, if you're killing it. If you're killing it, okay.
1: Yeah. It I could think,
0: right. well, I mean, final 4 it'd be if pretty you easy math,
2: if you had, If you
0: had 13 of the 16, you wouldn't do anything, right? Not necessarily, because what if your final four all got bounced in the first round? Then wouldn't you wait? Oh, no, because you'd have the Well, a you way. could. You could. I'm just saying, like, you're automatically not getting those. Um, I guess you could wait. I guess we have to figure out. I think, I think what has to happen is if you wanna keep a team in play, you have to repick them at the Sweet 16. So like, if I had Bama losing oh, first, yeah, yeah. You first could just round let him... to the 16 yeah. seed, I couldn't just be like, I'm gonna bail on their second round points, and then when it gets to the final four, now I'll bring them back in. I feel like you almost right. have to like bring them back in when you go or something. Okay, um,
2: okay, okay.
0: It's gonna get complicated, and then we're gonna try it, and then someone's gonna discover an issue with it. But I think it's worth a shot. I did add a bracket group on ESPN called Rookie Show Pod 2023, I think. Cause oh, yeah, I did
2: it. Nice. I yeah. just
0: did it just before this pod. So sweet. anyone who's interested, listeners, go sign up for Rookie Show Pod. The password is rookie, lowercase, R-O-O-K-I-E. Uh, sign up, and then I'll figure out how to do this redraft thing, and we'll work it out. Go do it. Okay. Are we, are we paying out monies.
2: Oh yeah, we'll figure it uh, out.
0: We'll yeah, get it. yeah, we'll pay out. We'll pay out.
2: Usually Maybe I just we send people twenty bucks an and it's free, but this year we're doing it. We're doing. We're doing real thing.
0: Yeah, you got to pay me, and then we'll pay it out. Okay, let's yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. As is tradition, we're going to draft the best names in the tournament. Tradition. We'll start with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who's going to go first?
2: Um, well, do, do you want to honorable mention the teams with the best names as well? Before sure, we, do we can this? do that. You want to do that first? Okay. Yeah, let's do that first.
0: I've got five on here.
2: I also have six.
0: Okay. Are we, Are you we want drafting? to go back and forth? No,
2: let's I, go back and forth.
0: Okay. Go I'll forth. start with... I'm not going to start with the best one. Are you going to start with the best one? No. Okay. I'm going to go give a shout out to the Illinois Fighting Illini, which can be abbreviated as the Nye. Ni. Nye. Mm-hmm. Nye. is good. I wish that was on my
2: list. That's good.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: What do you got? All right. I'll go, uh, I'll go Grand Canyon. The mm-hmm. Antelopes. The Lopes is quite nice. It's very enjoyable to say.
0: The Lopes might have been my top, my first overall pick. Uh, their Twitter handle is the GCU Lopes.
2: Oh, fuck. That's good, man. Pretty that's sweet so talent. good. Gotta get right. Lopes J. I need to get to Lopes T.
0: A Lopes Tea would be sick as fuck. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with the Kent State Golden Flashes. Oh. Uh, which I suppose would be the Shiz.
2: Flashes. I guess it's technically two.
0: Shiz? Huh?
2: Yeah. That's feels technically like
0: two. what? What do you mean it's two? Shiz. Shiz. Flashes. Yeah. You saying yeah. "flashes" is two syllables? Of course. No, it is. I'm saying it is. I'm saying it is. Oh, I just it okay. feels like. Okay. Well, I mean, if like it was just flash flash. Is
2: one syllable, you know, "flash" is one syllable. "Flash." is. Yeah. I'm just okay. Sounding it out in my head. Give me a second. Okay. You gotta clap it.
0: I flashes. Did. okay. Golden okay, Flash is just good. a great, great mascot. Regardless. That's
2: good. So I know. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'll give two here. I just. Uh, I'll save it for another mention. All okay. right. I'm gonna go Vermont. Okay. Go to Catamounts mounts is just I love the mounts
0: here we go mounts yeah well, let's what's a mouse? catamount
2: it's like a cougar hmm I had no idea shout out <clears throat> Ryan Racilla
0: oh DM, catamounts! Vermont. that's right nice yeah. nice uh, the other day I was sitting next to a guy on the bus and realized he was listening to Ryan Rossilla podcast while reading a Ringer article about free agents that I had read earlier that day I'm like uh, nice. did, did you say something this guy's like no I didn't uh, I'm going to go with the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos. Correct. The Chos. Chos. Salad. Really solid.
2: Very really nice. Yeah. yeah. That's also my next one. I'll give a, okay. I'll give an honorable mention then for
0: Maryland Terrapins. I just love mm. pins. Fucking love the pins, <laughs> man. Solid. Very solid. Terps are not in a good spot in the bracket, but that's great. Uh, okay. My last one is the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. The Jins. Jins. Or the Jens. Uh, the Jens, probably. Fuck. I don't even have that in there. That's good. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have two more. I'm going to go quick. Okay. I'll Give go
2: SDSU. Me. I like the Aztecs, okay. and I like the Tex. Say in Tex, let's go Tex. Okay. Last one. Furman. Paladins. Come on, Dins. <laughs> it's time for
0: Dins. It's time for Dins, boy. Come and get your Dins. Get on here, boy. <laughs> uh, okay. Those are great. Those are great. Alright, let's draft uh, best player names in the in the tournament. Uh, Perfect. Who's going first? Should we flip? Flip a a coin. Coin. Call it in the air. Tails never
2: fails. It is heads. The, you have. I wish coins. we had. I had. I feel like we should have kept track. <laughs> I'm definitely like at least
0: sixty five percent
2: on. Oh coin flips. yeah, I That's think clear. I thought it
0: was like seventy five probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, so many ways to go. This is a really good one. Um, there was part of me for a minute that was like, "I don't is this like not kosher to do these like name drafts?" Then I saw NCAA posted one, so I was oh, like, okay. "Oh, we're golden, yeah." And it's not like I'm not making fun of the
0: entire. I just think of the wild names very fun. It's wild. I think it's totally kosher. I, I I don't think we should feel bad at all. I have a very clear one. Okay.
2: And I'm going with Zyterius Mortal out of Texas Southern. I didn't even
0: see that one. I have a name from Texas
2: Southern. <laughs> Z-Y-T-A-R-I-O-U-S, Mortal.
0: <laughs> These are gonna be good, I can tell. <clears throat> Honestly, I only looked down like half the bracket and then I, I got like 10 names and I gave up. So I kinda was hoping that you would have some I didn't read. So that's probably the best one. Uh, I might as well just go with my other name from Texas Southern, and it's uh, Jordan Carl Nicholas. Oh, no, wait. Is this, is this, wait, is this (laughs) Joyerden? Yes. (laughs) Joyerden Carl Nicholas. What the fuck is Joyerden? Like, I'd like to know how he pronounces that. Uh, Jordan, uh, actually, it's Joyerden. It could be Jory or Down. I saw too. that. that was the o- other,
2: I had to I saw that one and then I scrolled further. I was like, I'm so close. I was like, <laughs> let me check out the rest of the roster.
0: Because it was you going to right be thing. one
2: of those two, and I was like, I didn't want to have both.
0: You were right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, what's next?
2: All right. Number two from UCSB. I'm going Coat Keat Tong.
0: <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs>
2: K-O-A-T space K-E-A-T space Tong. I usually try to shy away from obvious um, foreign, like, yeah, African yeah. names, because I don't think... This one was just really fun to say. I really right. enjoyed it. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Good. Uh, I'm just going to take the one uh, I mentioned to you earlier today, because probably my favorite one. Turquavion Smith out of NC State. Yep. Uh, that's yeah. one where you're just like... How many times did they just feel like they needed to add another syllable? I'm not really sure, but I don't think I've seen a turquavion. on.
2: Yeah, no, that's it's that's up there with the creativity for sure. Yeah,
0: and Smith too, just just to cap yeah. it off, the most basic <laughs> last name. Well,
2: this is what I I talk about. It's like, well, I'm wearing a really colorful shirt. I better put on blue jeans.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great that's a great uh, way to describe it, yes. uh All right, I'm going with Zep Jasper out of Auburn. Mm, nice. Z-E-P? Yeah, Z-E-P, Zep mm. Jasper. Is it short for anything, do you know, or just Zep? Nope. Okay. Just it's Zep. not, it's just Zep. <clears throat> all right. Uh, how many do you have, by the way? I have 10 total. Okay, I also have 10. Um. I'm going to go with... Tough call, tough call. I'm going to go... I have three Baylor players on my list. Do you have any Baylor players on your list? I have
2: no Baylor players on my list.
0: Okay. This one is, like you said, kind of lame to take because it's clearly just an African name, but I liked it. Jonathan Thakamwa Thachachwa. Two words, two TCH words in a row. Uh, Unfortunately, I was hoping they were both on his... On his jersey, but he only used the last one. But he's listed as that full name, so <clears throat> not that uh, funny, but very long and interesting. Mm-hmm. Really like that one. Okay. Um,
2: I should have I'm saved that. Go one. With... I've got better ones. You better not take them. No. Okay. I'm going. I think I'm. I'm going to go with the one I, I. like the way they sound now, not even the way they're spelled anymore. Right. Okay. I like from Furman,
0: J.P. Peagues. J.P. Peegs? Yeah. Mm. It's like J.P.P. J.P.P. J.P. <laughs> Peegs. Okay. Furman. What's Furman's mascot? Um,
2: I looked it up. It wasn't that. I think Cougar, if I remember correctly, because I wanted them to have a better one. Mm, the Furman Cougars. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, oh, no. I, I said them earlier. Furman pal- Paladins. There
0: oh, yeah. Wow. You just said yeah. that. Like, you just I said just that. I
2: just said that.
0: Okay. I'm going to go with a guard out of Missouri by the name of DeMoy Hodge. Yeah, spelled. I was on there. Yeah, you saw that one. D-apostrophe-M-O-I. DeMoy. Really nice.
2: Very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. I'll go with my last one. Your last God, I really one? I like that one, too. I thought you had How we drafting. Oh.
0: Oh, you just... Oh, before oh, we do on... Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Let's go with... I'm going to go with Soli Bomb. <laughs> Boom. Out of Xavier. Mm. And it's Soli as in S O U
0: L, like his soul, E Y. Soli? Oh, I haven't heard of that yeah. one before. Soli Bomb. Okay. Um, I'll stick with, I guess I'll go with the Northwestern Guard Boo Booey. What? I did not see Boo Booey. B-O-O-B-U-I-E. Boo Booey. I'm guessing Boo is a nickname, but he's listed as Boo Booey, so we're giving it to him.
2: That's a good one. Yeah. How did you choose? I assume you didn't go through every all 64 names, or all 64
0: teams. 64 I went teams. on the, like, app, actually on the CBS app, and it gives you, like, an info about each matchup, and I just clicked on a bunch of them, and, like... Tried to see who like what names they listed. So I typically got listed like the better players on each team. So if there was like a bench player that had a great name, I probably missed him. How I probably did you
2: looked at? I would I probably looked at like thirty six rosters.
0: Okay, you you did a little more resource than I did. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, on Menchie's. Yeah. You just got give you just plan. give me just, all yours.
2: All right, I had Demoy Hodge. Really liked that one. Yeah. I really liked Babacar Faye. Did you see that one?
0: Wow, no, that's really good.
2: Yeah, I almost drafted that one. Baba yeah. Carfay out of Charleston. Uh, also, from I had two Auburn players, so I had Zepp Jasper, and I also had Johnny Broom. Did you see that one? Wow, Broom, B-R-O-M?
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. M-E. I like that. Oh, okay. Um, from have,
2: Howard, okay. I also had Freedom Rames. Let Freedom Rames. No way. No way. Yeah, I should have drafted that. That's bad. <laughs> freedom Rames. That's ridiculous. Yeah. A man from Vermont, Jackson Skipper, whitest name in the game.
0: I was like, Jackson? Oh, okay. Well, oh, he's black. Not white. <laughs> How do you spell Jackson? Regular in spelling? J A C
2: K S O N, uh, the whitest name possible. I well, could not believe it when I looked it up.
0: Yeah. Right. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Okay. Yeah. My own she's general? Baylor forward, Flo Thamba. He's, a, oh, he's yeah. a past favorite. They've also got another one named Dan-Twan Grimes. Dan-Twan. Don't think I've heard of a Dan-Twan okay. before. I like that. Um, we've got Zakai Ziegler is the Tennessee guard, which is uh, unfortunately towards ACL, but great name. Zakai Ziegler. Um, <clears throat> Montana State on Menchie here. Oh, shit. Danny Sprinkle. Mm. So I just thought of this because it's a shame he wasn't a few years early because it could have had some good Sprinkle versus Tinkle matchups. Right. Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck, that's so sprinkle good. Sprinkle versus Tinkle's good. And then last on Menchie is a guy that I happened upon who did not make the tournament, unfortunately. Plays for Kansas City, either college or university, I'm not sure. <clears throat> His name is Raekwondas Mitchell, and it's spelled Rayquandus. R-A-Y, capital Q-U-A-W-N, Ray Rayquanda's Mitchell.
2: Well, as they say, Rayquanda's forever.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. That's uh, the best names. If we missed any, please let us know.
2: Please let us know.
0: There's nothing to sing
2: this pod. What time is it now? Looks like... It's time for a little bit
0: of (laughs)
1: Stump
2: Town. That's right, everybody. It is time for Stump
1: Town
2: inspired by the Shitty Show with Kobe Smothers. No. Mm Okay. I apologize that this week for our Stump Town, which of course is the show and the part of our show in which I would normally try to stump you with a long, drawn out question and then you would come back. And you would go, mm, and ha, and ha, and, and then you would have the answer. And then on opposite weeks, you would then ask me a question. But this time, it is but a short one. Oh, splendid. One of my favorite question categories on a okay. trivia show that we both like is, who had these career paths? Ooh, great. Okay, I have listed for you six career paths of NFL players. Wow, okay. I need you to name four. Four of the six. I'm pretty confident you will get five, and that's it.
0: Do you do Are you giving me any other info? Just it's an yes. NFL player. Okay.
2: NFL player. I will give you. I will give you um, the amount of times they made the Pro Bowl and position.
0: Oh, okay. Piece of yeah. cake. Let's do it. Yep.
2: Or are you giving do you me, me rough time me to, frame? Like, could... Do you want me just to do? I could do years by team, and then you guess first, and then I give you more information. Or how do you want to do it?
0: Are you going to give me years for all of them, or are you just going to first start with the teams? Like, are they all within the past 10, 20 years, or are they from way back? I'll
2: give you the years years? and the teams no matter what every time.
0: All right, just give me one at a time.
2: All right, let's do the first one is easier. Three teams between 2004 and 2017, Atlanta, Oakland, Washington. Like, you might get this one without anything else.
0: D'Angelo Hall. That is correct.
2: Noel, D'Angelo Hall, three-time defensive or Pro Bowl defensive back. Four years in Atlanta, one year in Oakland, ten years in Washington. I don't know why. I thought he spent way more time in Atlanta. I remember him very well as a Falcon.
0: Yeah, right. he seems like he's more known for that. But he was right. with us for a long ass time.
2: Yeah.
0: righty, six teams: two
2: thousand seven to two thousand twenty-one. Minnesota, Arizona, New Orleans, Washington, Detroit, Tennessee, Seattle. Holy
0: shit Yeah I should have put that Minnesota Arizona Say it again
2: Minnesota Arizona New Orleans Washington Detroit Tennessee Seattle I give you two Washington ones off the bat
0: I appreciate that Welcome. And what are the years? 2007
2: to 2021
0: okay. Is there Pro Bowls involved? Seven time Pro Bowler Oh my gosh Okay Oh, I know who it is. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Adrian Peterson. Correct, Noel.
2: Adrian Peterson. Well done. Nice. All right. Next one. Six teams between 2006 and 2018 Denver, Miami, Chicago, New York Jets, New York Giants, Seattle. Brandon Marshall. Correct, Noel. Oh, he's heating up. Oh, good, baby. Nine teams. 2005, 2021, St. Louis, Cincy, Buffalo, Tennessee, Houston, New York Jets, Tampa, Miami, Washington.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. How many Pro Bowls? None. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very well known. Uh, ended his career in Washington. Uh, oh, I know who it is. Uh that's magic. That's magic. Correct. That nice. is correct. Nice.
2: All right. These last two are the ones that are the test, I think. Okay, all right. All right. Five teams from twenty ten okay. to twenty eighteen. One of them is he went there once, split, went back again. So Tampa, New England, Pittsburgh, New England, Philly, Detroit.
0: Laguerre Blunt.
2: Correct. No, you have not yeah. been stumped. This yes. final one is the special one that I, I would just be blown away if you got, but I would love to see you get it. There is, okay. I promise, no chance I would get this. Okay. All right. I'll even give you, right off the bat, receiver. Okay. Three teams between 2007 yeah. and 2012. Chargers, yes. Carolina, Miami, Four years with the Chargers, one year with Carolina, one year with Miami. I have his stats up. You'll let you get three guesses at this. What years? 2007-2012. So right around, he got drafted the same year Adrian Peterson did after the Fiesta
0: Bowl. Was there Pro Bowls involved?
2: No Pro Bowls. I will tell you... Most receiving yards was in his Carolina year. He caught forty-four passes for four hundred and sixty-seven yards. He was drafted was out year. of Boise State.
0: Oh, I might be able to get it now. They had not Tavon Austin. I mean, no Tavon Austin. was, was West, West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Dante, no.
2: Dante Pettis is UW.
0: Where's the what were the Boise State guy's name? Matt Miller. Uh, I don't know what it oh. was. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm gonna know it as soon as you say it.
2: Alright, Noel. With the initials L N Legadoo Nene. <laughs> Is, I was, was not going to get there. yet. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, was, I was one of those ones I saw it and I was like, ah, I guess there's maybe
0: a chance. He was kind of funny. Oh <laughs>
1: yeah. my gosh.
0: The uh the the Boise State had a couple receivers that were relatively highly drafted and that was not the ones I was thinking of. It was like strong. I think there was something strong or I don't know what it was. Yeah,
2: yeah, I know what you're talking about. One second.
0: Drafted.
2: Uh Yeah, there was um God, they had. Oh, they're, they're actually. No, you're right. There was a Pettis
0: that got drafted out of there. It wasn't Dante Austin Pettis. Pettis. So Austin I Pettis. said Tavon Austin. Austin. I said Tavon Austin and Dante Pettis. I got them mixed yes. up. It's it is Austin, Austin Pettis. Pettis. Yes, that's right. That's, that's what right. I was thinking of. Okay. Fair enough. And then uh, Titus Young. I said Young, didn't I? Or Strong. I said Strong. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Young, Strong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I wasn't stumped. So you was were going. not stumped. Well done, Null. Alright, I got 3% battery. You can follow us at Shapad. Please join our bracket group and Please do. figure that out. And I'm sure you all know me and have my number so go ahead and text me and I'll and figure out how to pay me.
2: Yeah. Uh, where can they follow you, Coin? You follow me at Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can they follow you, Noel?
0: You can follow me at DecreanFillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C. Travis Noel on Instagram. Uh, the C, of course, stands for uh, What's this?
2: I don't know. I'm just What's waiting for you to say it.
0: Oh, oh okay. Uh, Cajuns. As in oh, Cajuns. Nice, 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 nice. Cajuns, Travis Knoll.
2: Play us out. Um, Hootie and the Blowfish. That's it. We'll see you everybody. buddy. Peace.